It's your girl, Relly, back again, Tuesday night, the primary podcast we hear, and this will be the last episode where we'll be touching on the imposter syndrome, so we're going to make it a good one, you heard me? Um, for me, I don't, I, I don't ever think it'll be a situation where you'll ever stop learning how to combat the imposter syndrome, how to build confidence, especially if you are a person that is on a continuous journey of learning, exploring, growing, and doing things that you're called to do, Um, whether it's traveling or starting a business or leadership roles or whether you have a podcast or whatever it may be, at, at some point, You have to understand that you're going to continue to grow in it, especially if you want to be better as a human. Um, So I feel like at every level, you're going to have to combat feeling like an imposter, feeling unconfident, feeling uneasy, um, feeling unsafe um, because we're called to do greater things. And with that call... Sometimes you don't understand what's happening in the process. You just have to be faithful and confident that it's all going to work itself out. So for me, I feel like you have to hit your fears head on at each level and understand that just because I overcame this fear doesn't mean that I'm not going to have any more fears to tackle. Because what happens is when we become content and comfortable, we stop wanting to grow, we stop wanting to learn, which in return doesn't push us to be outside of our comfort zone. So when it comes to feeling like an imposter or feeling, you know, uneasy or feeling like we're not supposed to be in the room. We won't feel those things because we're not moving towards being uncomfortable or actually doing the things that we're called to do because we decided that this is it, if that makes sense. There's people right now in in their mid-20s that maybe have failed one time and they've decided that that was it. I'm done. I'm not even going to try no more. I'm just going to wait till... It's my time to go. And I'm not, I don't want to put myself back through those emotions and the feelings and all of that. So I'm just going to stay here because it's comfortable. There's people in their mid 30s, their mid 40s, their mid 50s. And the thing that I always say is for me, you don't know how long you're going to live. You're assuming that your time can come any day. But God can be like, no, you're you got a whole 50 years to live and you're only 20. You're 25 and you've given up. But your journey, you will be on your journey for 50 more years. Does that make sense? So if you are in a, a form of comfort and you say, I'm not moving forward, I'm not doing nothing else. You're going to do that for 50 years when you could simply try. 
Because nonetheless, the feeling of being uncomfortable, the feeling of being not being the smartest in the room, not being the greatest in the room, not being the most attractive in the room, that shit's going to come. It's going to happen. There's always going to be somebody that has that's a little bit smarter than you, that maybe ha- has a little bit more better looks than you, or maybe dressed a little bit better than you, or has a, a better fi- family dynamic than you, or it's just a lot of things that could be better. But the 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 good thing about the life that we are supposed to live is that we're supposed to live it as we are, not in comparison to nobody else, but the world has created a comparison type syndrome where we're constantly comparing ourselves when we've been divinely created. And once you understand how divinely created you are, you will also understand that whatever you whatever you experience through this journey is meant for you to better you, to enhance you, not to hurt you. We oftentimes put ourselves in situations that hurt us by not listening and being faithful to our call and to the vision because we're fearful that we're not good enough, but you are. And once you learn that, Man, you will be knocking down walls. You will be knocking down boxes. But you won't start until you understand how great you are. And and today, I just want people to understand that once you take the steps to combat the feelings that you deal with in the inside, you will understand that along this journey, it is definitely be it has been you keeping yourself from greatness. This, this confidence destroys fear. What it tells me is that no matter what you think about me, no matter what another person thinks about me, whether it's family, friends, strangers, um, whoever it may be, if I believe in my heart, my mind, my spirit, that this journey is for me and that I can accomplish the things that I envision, Nobody will stop you. But you have to believe it and you have to feel the fear because there will always be fear. For me to say, you know, you'll never feel fear. That's a lie. You will. You will feel fear. But it's your responsibility to tackle that fear head on with different things. So for me... I'm on my fifth year journey of this confidence destroying fear. And I had to choose to go all the way back to what began to really put this fear inside of me. Therapy has been a key component to this journey. Honesty, really being honest with yourself on what you're dealing with why you're dealing with it, and how are you going to heal from it. And seeking out a licensed clinical therapist to support you in the journey and a a therapist that you and that therapist vibe, if that makes sense. 
That way you have the ability to sift through the things that you've been dealing with so that you have the you give yourself permission to move forward. Nine times out of ten, we haven't given ourselves permission to meet, be great and to move forward into our greatness. We haven't given ourselves permission to be exactly who we are, thinking that that's good enough. Nine times out of ten, we don't think we're good enough when we are. So then when we do try to do the things that we're called to do, we feel like an imposter. And it's got to stop. But you have to be the person that says it stops here. You have to be the responsible responsible party to sit down, get a notebook, like I said, and go through the fears that you have and the shit that you deal with and honestly say, how can I heal from this? Because I have to heal from this in order to move forward. That's on you. But if you don't want to tackle the fear and, and the imposter syndrome head on, you're going to continue to move forward with those things inside of you, which will dictate what your future will look like until you, you, you hit it head on. So one day for me, I just decided that I want, I've, I've seen poverty. I've seen struggle. I've seen just certain things for a long time in my life and I've decided that at the end of the day I want to see something different I want to accomplish something different and I had to make the decision on what I needed to do on that pathway understanding that it's not an overnight process the problem is everybody is wanting things to be overnight quick when in reality the tragedy didn't happen quick you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you have to have patience and understand that the process of overcoming fears and overcoming the imposter syndrome and overcoming, you know, childhood traumas and just things that have happened is going to take some time. And you have to be the responsible party to understand that. And I also realized that I had to be the responsible party to not isolate myself, but remove myself from atmospheres that don't make me feel good no more. Nine times out of ten, you could be around people that, like, put that stuff in your head that you're not good enough. Oh, why would you think you can do that? Well, if I can't do it, I know you can't do it. Well, I failed. I know I know you're not going to be successful. And we continue to go to these places to get fed. And they're feeding us shit and we're becoming sick. So I had to be the responsible party to feel the feelings and say, hey, you know, I don't like being in this space. And the more that I started to do that, the more that I I am being responsible with my voice in saying, I don't like this. And, And the thing is, we're always afraid of hurting somebody's feelings or what if this, what if that? You have to understand that nonetheless, whatever happens from from what I say will happen. And you can't have no control over that. But what you can control is how an atmosphere, a person makes you feel. 
And that is your responsibility. But sometimes we don't want to take responsibility because that means that there's certain people that will not be able to be in our lives no more. And that's a scary thought. But what's even more scarier is the fact that you could live your life in a comfort zone around people that feed you shit and die. Not knowing how great you could have been. Simply because you're fearful of leaving those atmospheres. And I had to sit down and I had to pray and I had to meditate and say, God, build me up. So whomever you remove out of my life, I am strong enough to handle that situation. And then from there, I had to make a decision to start writing. What does my what should my life look like? What do I want my life to look like? And also, who am I? And and go back and list some of the greatest things that I've accomplished and really sit in it and sit in it consistently. Because what happens is we always sit and listen to the negative side of us, but do we sit and tell us tell ourselves the more positive side? of some of the amazing, incredible things that we've done throughout our journey, nonetheless of if it made money or not. For me, when you listen to a lot of people, they won't even start certain things if it if it feels uncomfortable. And for me, I had to sit and write down all of the things that I've done un- feeling uncomfortable and pat myself on the back for it. And the more and more I started doing these things, the more and more I started doing affirmations and talk about confidence and really like giving myself flowers. I became the responsible party for my life and where it's heading and not seeking anybody's approval or or anything from anyone because I already know that I have the capability I have the vision, I have the call, I have the DNA, and it can be done nonetheless of what anybody else thinks. And that takes a lot of guts, especially in this world. So I would say today it's time to move forward from the imposter syndrome. You are not an imposter. You've been created in greatness, but you have to be the responsible person to own that greatness. And it's certain things that you're going to have to start doing to get over the fear and the feeling of not being good enough. Or what if this fails? Or or what if what if my past comes back up? Or just all the what ifs that could come. It's your responsibility to to do the steps to be and not to be, but to get to the place where you feel good about your full life, full spectrum, and it's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially. It's all of it. It's not just one thing. So many people are just caught up in the finance part of it, and they fail in everything else. It's a total package. Because when it's a total package, you can move unapologetically on your own and be okay. But when we haven't hit those things head on, we constantly lie to ourselves. And in return, it hurts us. 
And I found through this journey, I, I have the ability to be very transparent and very honest with myself. And in return, it allows me to be honest in the world. But when you start hiding how you feel and, you know, your truth and, you know, just for you to have this hard shell, it hurts you and whoever's attached to you more than anything. And I told myself, I don't want to hurt nobody. I want to, I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to hurt anybody attached to me. And I don't want to see anybody attached to me struggling. So I got to be the responsible person to do what needs to be done so that a legacy can be created. So I'm here to tell you that at the end of the day, every level that you go to, especially if you're exploring and really truly living the life that you really truly envision and see, no matter how massive it is, You have to understand that this journey is an ongoing learning experience and nothing will ever be of perfection and you won't know everything. But for me, having an open mind and at least trying and and, and seeking the necessary help that I need to be the best person I can be. And as I walk into the rooms and as I go into places, I can go with my head held high and speak highly of myself because now it's not an outer shell that can be cracked. It's it's solid in the inside and nobody can move that shit. And I feel like at each level that you go to, you're going to have to consistently build some form of confidence Because not everybody's going to love you at that level. Not everybody's going to trust you at that level. Not everybody's going to want you to be at that level. So it's my responsibility to take ownership of my feelings, my emotions, the vision, the confidence, the fear, anything that's packaged that is hindering me. I got to take responsibility for it. And also the things that are for me, that's not hindering me, I also have to take responsibility for it. And when you start taking responsibility for your life, like 150%, you'll notice that you don't have time to worry about anybody else and what they're doing and what they have because I'm building my own life structure. And then from there, as you elevate, you slowly start to see that that imposter syndrome starts to leave your your mental and your physical and your emotional because you trust yourself and you know who you are and you know that you're not an imposter. You know that you're meant to be in the room. You know that you're meant to have the position. You know that you're meant to make the money. You know that you're meant to drive the car. You know that you're meant to be loved. You, you know wholeheartedly that this is what you deserve and it's unshakable. So for me, you have to start. And I've given tips on how to start and what to do. But I feel like when it comes to humans, you can give tips. You can you can write shit down step by step. You can even give them the money to do it. If they don't mentally, physically, emotionally, and physically feel like 
it's a necessity at this time, they won't do it. So that's why I'll give the jewels. You got to decide what you're going to do with it. The jewels will always be here. But you have to decide that your life is so important that I'm willing to do the necessary steps to combat the fear and to combat the imposter syndrome and to combat the feeling of unworthiness. And once you do that, I promise you, once you're on that journey, I promise you, you will look and sound like a totally different person. So I appreciate you tuning in today and we'll, I'll be back on next Monday. We're moving on to a new category. We'll always be under the Confidence Destroys Fear umbrella um, because that's what this year is about. It's about really owning your confidence and owning who you are and seeing how that can shift your perspective on life and how you approach life. But when it comes to the imposter syndrome, you're going to have to do the work. And once you do the work, you'll see that you were never an imposter. You were just being you.